All right. Yeah. Okay. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I feel like I've just been waiting in the airport for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Got to do. Had to do a sound check. We we've uh, changed the format of impolite dinner conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this weird place that we're in. It's like the workings of the interweb. Right. Exactly. I feel like we're in the matrix it right now. It does feel very matrixy. <laughs> yeah, we're in the matrix. I'm not sure what's going so, on. But my kung fu kicks don't get better. They're still like maybe at best at your hip. Kung Fu kicks are amazing. That's true. <laughs> well, let's not forget, though, you were like a black belt in Taekwondo, right? Yep, I do have, Didn't yep, you I have a black fly belt. Fly the career and come in second place in a tournament or something? I did, yep. I competed in an open tournament in Korea way back when in a previous life. And um, yeah, I used to be serious. Yeah. I used to compete. I used to, yeah. Let, let, it was great. I let loved me it. explain this, something to y'all. Now, this, this is my sister I'm talking to. As she did this stuff, nobody knew. Nobody knew what she was doing. She uh-huh. just told me a couple months later, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I flew to Korea and I, I did that. Yeah, so what? Like, Yeah, it was kind of last minute. Like, got an invitation to go and did it and uh, did great. It was a lot of fun. Some hardcore so. stuff, Yanni. Yeah, so. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking at you right now through a screen because uh, quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> Quarantine. Quarantine. So last last week or the week before when we met, we met, you know, outside in the park, which I think we can still do, but it's a little bit harder to manage the kids and maintain social distance and do all that stuff. Yeah. Just getting from point A to point B with this lockdown that a lot of states have imposed. Um, and rightfully so, I understand why. So I'm not complaining, just saying. Yes. We've had to be creative with the format of impolite dinner conversation mm-hmm. and so we're doing like everybody else is doing we're um meeting meeting in cyberspace in cyberspace and she won't even let me near her so now we're like in different <laughs> rooms and everything i mean i know we're like family and stuff but we don't live in the same household we have to quarantine by household so or social distance by household nobody wants to be around so so <laughs> You have Snoop. <laughs> Even Snoop is keeping yeah, 60 to work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know where you've yeah, been. I don't know where you've been. So, yeah. Feeling. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the last three weeks, it's been, I mean, a huge lifestyle change. So, yeah. What have you been up to these last few weeks? Um, I've been uh, I've been recording a lot. You know, I do music. Yeah. So, I've been recording a lot mm-hmm. of music. Um, I've been um, doing a lot of work for kids online. And um, and I've been we appreciate you appreciate that. And um, I've been sitting under a rain cloud, lonely. (laughs) Uh, So no, no, I'm just (laughs) um, no. I just, uh I just, I just been chilling. Honestly, Um, it's it's hard. The thing is, I find with this thing is that it's hard to do anything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like I, I try to work out inside and everything, but it's still sometimes I eat. Until I just go to sleep. Yeah, I think a lot of people are eating out of boredom. Are, are concerned that they are going to come out of quarantine and go right on to the show. My six hundred. I'm going to look so, like um, Eddie Murphy in another so. professor when I come out of quarantine. <laughs> You're going to look like one of the clumps when we come out. I'm going to be zero percent smarter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I might know a lot of TV knowledge. Right. But um, 
No, I mean, I read a lot. Yeah. I, well, I don't. I'm lying my ass off. I bought books. <laughs> you, you have books. <laughs> I right. books. You have bought books. But yeah. I found myself so bored, I'm like, I don't want to read a book. Right. But when I did read the book, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard. I think it's hard for a lot of people because on one hand, well, it depends on who you are, the resources you have at home, your family structure. But, you know, in theory, you got a lot of judgy people out there. I see all these little memes on the Internet talking about, like, if you don't come out with some new trade or skill or idea or something and it wasn't about time, you're just lazy. (laughs) And I'm just like, people are so judgy in these Rona streets. I'm like, this is like stressful it's depressing depending on like what your family structures like I'm fortunate to be able to work from home full-time but I also have an elementary age child and then I have a daycare age child so I am trying to work full-time manage conference calls manage my son who luckily has been on spring break the last couple weeks so we haven't had to do too much school work but still managing you know his needs managing the needs of a two-year-old um and all the while, like, maintaining my sanity because it's me 24-7 with these two kids. So, like, I'm like, if you get out on the other end, like, safe and healthy, it is a win. A lot of people out there have watched way too many movies. You see, they, they uh-huh. say somebody quarantined and they start training and everything. And, you know, right. they start becoming a master at kung fu all of a sudden. And then they right. come out and they just whip everybody's ass, whoever talks shit to them. Yeah. And it's like, come on, people. That's not how it works. When you're in the house and you got a big TV screen in front of you and you got food in the refrigerator, you're normally just there and eat. And some Mm -hmm. people, I see see a lot of people in Arlington. Let me tell you something. White people love running. And now that they got time on their (laughs) hands, I mean, I don't know what they're running for. I know what they're running for. I don't know what they're running from. I'm like, yo, like, why is everybody running? If this was a black neighborhood and I saw a bunch of people running down the street, I'd be like, oh, get your bags. (laughs) I'm going to either run or duck. Run or duck. Run a duck for cover. Those are the right. only options. But out here, right? I see them running every morning. I'm like, these are some healthy ass people, man. They they love to run. Yeah. And even when I ask them, they're like, oh, I just love running. I'm like, but there's, you, you got to be running towards them. Like when I'm playing basketball, I'm running towards the hoop. I'm running to, to block right. somebody. What right. are you running to? Just running. Running. And then right. I get a runner's high. Running is an odd sport. Yeah, you're just out there yeah. running just in some, either in the loop or in some direction until at some point you decide I'm going to turn around and run back. It is it's weird. like Forrest. You just stop running at one point. Like, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, right, right. I just don't get it. But you ran, you ran a marathon, right? This is true. I did ran, run a full marathon, a full 26.2 mile marathon. That's a long That run. is a long one, but at least I can um, say there's a, there's a finish line. <laughs> <laughs> when you're running, line, there's no yeah. finish line. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you determine, yeah, when you're done, then you, you just turn around and stop. But, um, yeah, so it's a lot of people running, but a lot of people sitting at home. Um, White people and, and, I've been and doing Africans. Africans can run their ass off, too. Like the run? Yeah. <laughs> Kenyans, in particular. Yes. I think it's a Kenyan yes. thing. I think they are, like, the master runners. But, um, yeah. So, no, a lot of people are home. A lot of people are stressed and anxious. Unfortunately, a lot of people have lost their jobs, and so they're trying to figure out how to make ends yeah. meet, how to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I have no judgment at all right now. I see people, like, posting pictures of their kids sitting, like, dutifully at the table doing assignments and stuff like that. I posted a picture of one of our friends groups my kids like while I was working for some reason they decided to pull all the cushions off the couch 
every single toy bin in the living room was turned over and they were riding scooters in the house. It looked like Lord <laughs> of the Flies in here. And so like I had posted in my friend group, I was like, you guys look so civilized. I was like, um, it's Lord of the Flies over here. And they cracked up. They were like, yeah, thanks for keeping it real. Like we we posted the good the good picture. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like Facebook yeah. love stories. They post, exactly. post the good pictures so, and they make you think that you know, life with somebody else is so beautiful, and when you're alone, right. it's dismal and, de- and destitute. Right. Lonely. Lonely. So uh, anyway, yeah. 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 Anyway, so I've been, I've just been trying to to maintain and manage. I mean, I love like arts, like um, you know, I love recording our podcast, getting together to do that, and I like writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I um, have a blog that I haven't updated well, in a while. This is the time. So busy, so. This is, I'm trying to get to if a point. If you don't do this now, Yanni, least, you are just lazy. <laughs> I'm just lazy. I'm just lazy. <laughs> but I'm so, I'm literally so exhausted by the end of the day because I am working, even though like, you know, I'm committed to working an eight hour day. Yeah. I end up online 10 to 11 hours a day because my day is so interrupted. So like I'll start at say 7.30 in the morning, but really don't shut down till like 5.30, 6 in the mm-hmm. evening. But I'm not sitting at like the computer that whole time, there's like constant interruptions. So you're working like, you know, an hour there, 45 minutes there. You might get a two hour stretch in there. So by the end of the day, then I'm trying to like make dinner and then clean up. And then a lot of my son's um, activities have been switched to virtual, which is great. But you know, then trying to get him situated in front of a computer to do a virtual activity, then keeping the two year old out of like the sound so that he can hear what they're doing and be engaged with his friends and his teachers. And I have to keep her occupied and quiet. So, I mean, the day is long and crazy and still very full. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I have big dreams of achieving (laughs) lots of things while I'm home. But we'll see what happens. But we have the entire month of April, at least, to be at home. I'm not even sure if everything's going to reopen in May. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm trying to achieve something. I think they're trying not to freak people out. But... Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to be open in May. Yeah, right now, our schools were projected to be open May 15th, but I don't Oh, you ain't going back to school. No. I don't think any of us are going back to school this year, which is fine. Um, but what's really difficult is having a two-year-old at home. So um, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, I'm fortunate. I'm one of the fortunate people. I have a great manager. Um I can't say enough about her because she understands those of us who are like juggling this at home. Um, it's not easy and she is flexible and she is accommodating and yeah, she's, there's no judgment. So I, I am incredibly grateful for that. I know a lot of people don't have that. So there's that. Shout out to your manager. You don't get yeah. that a lot. Exactly. You must be really good. Exactly. I know. I hear a lot of complaints, but I'm a huge shout out to my manager, Niru. Like, yeah. Okay. You're one of the best. All right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I'm not gonna. I'm anyway, not gonna do the well, same. But <laughs> she said, "Shout out to a manager." So it's you know. <laughs> I know it's it's unusual. It's some it's some good people out there. I think in the midst of this, there's some terrible people out there. But then, like, there are people who definitely rise to the occasion as well. So um, I will say, yeah, I've been. Some of my coworkers, three in particular, um, mm-hmm. that are just like, we all said it yesterday. It was like a real moment. It was like, man, like, I don't care what's going on at the job. As long as you guys are there, like, it really makes a difference. And I was, right. I had to sit back and like, yeah, I really like these people. 
you know, like genuinely liked them. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't work there, yes. I'll probably still keep in touch with them. Maybe I would try yeah. to. People don't do well. Right. You, you mean to keep in touch once you leave, but then it's like, uh, I, eh, do. I don't know what to talk to you about anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So. so well, know. on that note. Know. Right. Take a bite out of my food at this virtual dinner. Yeah, day. yeah. But to my coworkers. Yeah. To my coworkers. <laughs> right. I like them. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to turn off the news these days. I, I've committed to this week trying to like turn off the news. I, I've, I've dialed back a lot. I've dialed back a lot. Yeah. It's, it's it's just you know the funny thing is is that first it was just Trump and his antics, which was bad enough. Right. And I was like I was getting sick yeah. of that. Then mm-hmm. it became coronavirus, and I was like, oh boy, they're gonna sweat this mm-hmm. thing so much. Then coronavirus got yeah. really real, and it just got depressing right. because they start getting yeah. it. Celebrities are getting it. People, right. you know, people all around the world people are dying. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like the number of people that are dying is astronomical. And um, I was just like, okay, I cannot watch somebody else newscasts be on TV crying and stuff. I'm like, okay, now nah, this is right. this is not what I need, man. I'm gonna go watch. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Right. And that's <laughs> no. I think I need to. I don't know that anything's gonna change so drastically in the next week. And I'm gonna see what it does for like my psyche to just kind of dial back turn it off um and but i feel like i need to scale back on social media too because there's like so much talk about it on social media um and so yeah i just need to dial back this week you know what um uh i started watching picard on cbs all access Uh uh-huh and i found out something that's happening on this quarantine yeah i'm a lot more in touch with my feelings Oh, look at you. Beneath my bosoms, beneath my my bosoms, this little black heart is starting to beat red. And I was watching Picard, and I started crying during an episode. What? (laughs) Wow. I don't know if it's because I'm just bored, Mm -hmm. or I'm just like, I don't know, I just, I love adventure. And, yes, me and, too. and um with Patrick Stewart has so much mm-hmm. compassion in his voice. And yeah. so he'll be explaining something like, I'm just here to save you. And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> exactly. I look around, make sure nobody's looking at me. My dog, <laughs> my dog just look at me, lick his mouth, and be like, bitch. And I'm like, alright. <laughs> oh, man. And then you let the tears drop. Normally it's like one or two, and I'm like, hey, hold up, man. What the hell is wrong with you? But yeah. I think during quarantine, it's becoming very easy for me to cry. Yeah. And I don't know what's up with that. Emotional. I'm just mad I don't emotional. Know what's up with that. I'm mad emotional. Yeah. It's a weird time. It's a weird time we're in right now. So, weird things happening. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big to dude. Just to cook. Over here crying. Uh, <laughs> it just don't look right. Six, six and a half feet of tears. Yeah. Yeah, six and a half feet of tears. This is... <laughs> Dad going water, water fountain. Uh, uh, water works. Yeah, man. This 
Six foot water works. So yeah. Well, what can you waterfall do? Waterfall of tears. What can you do? Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Damn. TLC. But um, yeah. But yeah. So I'm gonna check out for a little bit. But there's a lot. Like, let's talk about just our quick reactions to what's in the news. Now, let's see if any of these things change over the next couple of weeks. Okay. So like um. What do you think of the toilet the toilet paper? Um, I think it <laughs> shows how ridiculous people are. It also shows how selfish people are to take all the damn toilet paper. I'm still two weeks later going to the store and no toilet paper. People have been selfish with the toilet paper. I mean, I see people with like pallets full. I mean, even though stores are stopping that now, they're only letting people get like one or two packages. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought I had some toilet paper coming. And then my Amazon order, either somebody stole it in transit or got lost. Yeah. But I do have some here at home. We're okay. But I will say this, though. We run out of toilet paper way faster than we used to yeah. because we are here 24-7. Like, you don't realize how much, I guess, toilet paper you use when you're at work and at school that is now transferring to me using this at home. And I read a very interesting article about toilet paper also is that, like, because we've all shifted to being at home now, uh-huh. like companies that produce toilet paper, the toilet paper they pr- produce for like home and work, I mean for work and like businesses and stuff, is like different quality. And the rolls are bigger, obviously. So it's huge rolls that don't even fit on our rolls yeah. here at home. Um, they're distributed different. Like the whole process is completely different. So it's not really like. It's not the crisis is not really artificial. Like people actually do need more toilet paper because you're home all day now, every day. And then the toilet paper that's being produced, like there's tons that have been produced for businesses that are now like being it's being unused. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is what happens when impolite dinner conversation <laughs> moves home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a once a day person, so. Well, you're a guy, so yeah, we have two women in the house. So, well, females in the house. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a little bit different for us. Yeah. No, girls, everything is more difficult with girls. Um, right. That's just the truth of the matter here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So. So. Well, let's see. Let, let's let's go through some things that have changed toilet paper. since we've been yeah. since we've been teened. So we talked about to- toilet paper crises, guns. We talked about guns a little bit last week. Guns. Uh, Gun sales are going up. Yeah, I've backed off of buying mine. Uh huh. Just because, like, for instance, I have like neighbors who are smokers, and it drives me crazy. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. if I had a gun sometimes, and I'm like, you know what, I probably oh, shouldn't. One fateful night. <laughs> Smoke drives me nuts. You gotta have some self-control. Yeah. Right, I don't get in my apartment, but I can't like open my windows because they're just oh, constantly yeah. chain yeah, smoking. Yeah, it comes in. And I'm right. just like, dude, like I won't shoot them, but if I could just like shoot the gun, I mean shoot the butt of the <laughs> cigarette, like when I try to smoke it, just oh god, pop it. yeah, you don't, you don't need a gun. Yeah, I don't. Know. But I know like a lot of gun sales have obviously gone up, and a lot of people are critical of that. But mm-hmm. I think there's a legitimate concern with like us running out or running low on law enforcement and military backup because we're quarantining hundreds of people at a time sometimes like whole police not the entire police force but like i've seen reports of like a hundred people from certain police forces being quarantined that's a huge drop in like yeah police presence on the street i will say instead of instead of going towards the gun i i've actually noticed 
people are nicer, even though we stay away from each other. Yeah. I sat outside the other day. <laughs> this is no lie. This is the dead honest truth. Mm-hmm. I sat outside and had like a 15-minute conversation with a guy who had a big-ass Trump sign on his head. Really? And we sat there and we just talked. And we, we were just having, we were talking about, um, he was filling up a water tank. So uh-huh. I, he knew I was a teacher, so we were talking about volume and how it works. Yeah. And then we just started talking about people being nicer to each other. Yeah, you know, I think in crises, like I said, people, I think, sometimes rise to the occasion. Um, and I think a lot of average citizens do. I think a lot of average people help people out when they see people. And it doesn't, meet. that doesn't get broadcast. I mean, I see the news is actually right. broadcasting it a lot now. But in yeah. general, it doesn't get broadcast that much because everything is so sensationalized. And they make you think, like, yep. when it's a crazy story about something with a gun or a murder, they'll talk about it for a week. If it's something right. like, you know, somebody came outside and helped an old lady with her groceries, it'll never even get mentioned. You know what I mean? So right, exactly. It's, yeah, it's true. But in my, in my everyday life, I've seen people actually be a lot nicer to be each better. other. Yeah, and, and it was, it's finally yeah. good to see. All right, what else we got? Okay, what else we got? Masks. Are you wearing a mask when you go out? No, nah, too gangster. <laughs> Listen here. <I'm> not- <laughs> I have masks for me and my kids. You know, I remember a couple weeks ago when this thing really started brewing and picking up and like the recommendation was not to wear a mask. All you have to do is wash your hands and everybody had that mantra. Just wash your hands. Just wash your hands for 20 seconds. And I was just like, this... Yeah, <laughs> wash your hands. What the kids say? I was just... Yeah. But I was like... You know, this is like a respiratory-borne illness. And I was like, I don't understand how it is not going to help to cover your face, to cover your mouth and nose. And so I was never really on board with the just wash your hands. I mean, obviously, I support washing your hands. But um, I see now that the tide is shifting and people are like, yeah, it might actually be a good idea to put a mask on of some sort. (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. last year, I swear, I I Mm -hmm. think I had this thing before. Last year, okay. I remember when you were sick last year, and Steve remembers, and he was like, "I never heard you yeah. that sick before in my life," and I was like, "I was worried." I was like, yeah. "I could not breathe." That's why I kept telling people, yeah. "I was like, I can't breathe," and they were like, "Oh, this this looks like some form of walking pneumonia," but they didn't do the, the the way they're testing now. They didn't do it. Yeah, but I was sick, <clears throat> and I was like, yeah. "I don't know what I had," and that was the sickest I've ever been. But I knew when this thing came around, and I ain't going out there pushing it like, "Here, touch me." I don't care. But I knew when this thing came around, I was like, I think it's going to be hard for me to get this because I think I had it before or something very similar to it. Well, you had pneumonia. I, this, be careful. I'm sure you didn't have this particular virus, but you did have pneumonia. And that's what people are dying from, basically. Like you get this virus and it like infects your lungs and you end up with pneumonia, really bad pneumonia. And I got that teacher immune oxygen system. Support. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> but, you know. When these, yeah, exactly. You gotta be careful. These novel viruses come around. That's the other thing. You see so many people online, like talking like they're epidemiologists or doctors and stuff. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm a scientist, so I can look right. at what people are saying and be like, that is scientifically like non-factual. That yeah. <laughs> you're not an epidemiologist. So people have to be careful. That's funny. Everybody on their own, on, on it every day. Yeah. Like, you talk to your sisters, your brothers. Well, you know, I right. noticed this, and I think just this, that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, I don't want to hear your ghetto calculations right now, man. Like, <laughs> All your anecdotal right. evidence for things. I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. But yes, be very careful about your source of information. Yeah. So, like, don't trust my source but of information. We wear masks. Right. <laughs> exactly. I just, we wear masks. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Okay. 
after? Yep, we wear when we go. I mean, we don't go out very much anymore, but when we need to, and they're cloth masks, they're not perfect, so different fabrics or different materials, of course, are more or less effective. So we have a triple cotton layer mask, which is effective in keeping out some particles, not all particles, but better than just going out breathing in viral air. Yeah, so, everybody you know, spit we, when they we talk. Mask up. Yeah. Yep, when we got to go out, we put on masks. So, yeah. Science. Let's talk about science. Let's talk about science. Uh-oh. Good segue Uh-oh. to science. <laughs> I love science. I'm a scientist. I love science. Science is not always right the first time. But the thing I love about science and scientists is that they keep pushing until they find the truth. And that's what's happening right now. So, big ups to science. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you sure you want to say some more? <laughs> no, that's it. I, I could feel it. I'm a, I believe I'm a scientist. I believe in science. I could feel the know. nerd out happening. I could, I could feel <laughs> it. It was, it was coming. That's why I'm not going. We're not going to nerd out. <laughs> Oh, as soon as she said, I believe in science, I was like, oh, boy, we're about to get into this. <laughs> I'm not. That's all I want to say. It's like, let's, let's I believe in listen science. to scientists. I, I believe in science. I feel like everybody should listen to the scientists. I'm going to tell you straight up, don't listen to the president. Listen to the scientists. Yeah, listen to the scientists. Or don't listen to these ridiculous people like Jared Kushner that the president has appointed to lead, which should be a scientific and medical um, expert-led um, activity. Yeah, no, he's, like I don't know how this dude has any credibility with regards to leading this response. Um, there needs to be a team of experts doing this, not some random, I don't know, 35, 40 year old. I don't even know what his field of expertise is, but yeah. Working in infectious disease, I know that there are experts out there who have dedicated their lives to this for the last 30, 40 years. Um, and they should be at the table and in front of the microphone. Yeah. So. Well, you know. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. To have, yeah. Anyway. Um, open churches. The doors of the church are physically and literally open. <laughs> and the devil was just sitting there like, die. <laughs> right. Everybody come one together. Of my friends, one of my friends posted going up the yonder on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> people trying to prove religion breeds stupidity that's just my, that's yeah. my that's my personal because the thing is is that people their, their belief their convictions and their religion are very strong and it's cool you know you can believe whatever you want i'm not saying that i'm just saying when a scientist is like yo if y'all are all in the room it's a good chance somebody's gonna spread something a lot of you're gonna die and they're like the lord's gonna protect us that's not how life works is right. the lord and there's life. Right. <laughs> the Lord is your your up high life. being, but things happen in life, even to good people. Yeah. So you can say you yep. talk to the Lord all you want. That's cool. When the virus is around, it doesn't mean you ain't going to get it. Right. It's a virus. It's science. That's what you need science for, people. You can have your so religion I, and science at the same time if you want, you know, but right. you got to be smart. Yeah, so my, my um, suggestion to these churches who are opening and the uh, parishioners who are going is to lock them in for two weeks. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to assemble, you're going to be quarantined together for two weeks. Yeah. If after two weeks you're all, all healthy, you can come back out into regular society. But you're going to have to be in quarantine in this church for two weeks. Yeah. Mm-mm. And let's see how they come out. Yeah, and I ain't with them. I ain't with that. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Open churches. Open churches. Guilt. How you feel? How, do you feel guilty in any of this? Like, no. Let, let me. <laughs> no. No, not like you've done something. Um, I have this weird. Not. I don't even know if guilt is. Well, no, there is some things I feel a little guilty about. So I rely 
on like delivery services now, Amazon, grocery deliveries and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, a lot because I have small kids. And so it's hard to take small kids out, keep them protected, you know, keep their hands off their mouths and noses when you're out. Um, even though they have masks, you know, sometimes they pull them off, they're young. And so like I rely on deliveries and then like decontaminate everything before it comes in the house. But uh, these like frontline workers, these essential workers, like they're exposed all the time. And so I do have a sense of guilt that like I have the ways and means to be insulated from this right now. But these people are out there in the front lines and um, I don't know, it's hard to reconcile that. Like, um, I tip well, that's the way, the only way I can, you know, for the delivery services where I can tip, I can't tip an Amazon driver. Um, but like for other delivery services, I tip well, I'm very appreciative and express my appreciation to them. But um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really know how to reconcile that. And, and then the fact that they, a lot of them don't get paid living wages, which is nothing I can, I don't make that decision, but um, yeah, um... I don't know. No, I don't. I don't have any, no, I don't, you don't. So I, mean, I, I feel for them. You know what I mean, and, and, yeah. I, and I hope the best for them. Prayers, but um, right, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. I mean, look, man, when I was when I was still in the classroom, and this thing was starting to spread, yeah, and they were like, if any kid comes to the class like coughing or anything, you take them down. And this girl came in. Uh, my throat hurts, and I just you know I don't feel what. I said, well, you got to go to uh, the nurse. Well, they're not going to do anything. I said, you have to go to the nurse. The nurse sent her home. Uh-huh. You know she came back the very next day? Oh, no. I don't feel guilt. No. <laughs> no, because her parent knew they had to go to work, so they sent her to my classroom, knowing that I could yeah. get at the time, thinking that, hey, adults get this and kids don't, and they sent her right back to my right. classroom. So, no, I don't feel guilt. Yeah. No. I, mean, like, I, st- I feel I feel a little bit of guilt, and I wish... I, f- I don't know. There's this, It's one of those things like there's nothing you can do in this moment about it. But I do hope that coming out of this, that we will see these people who we have deemed essential workers now mm-hmm. as really essential to society and that they do receive living wages. Oh, I agree with that 100 percent. But and I mean, I've always agreed with that, but I'm hoping that um, that will make some traction now because we're. Yeah. Asking people to be on the front line. I mean, they are out there on the front line. They are the ones who are like out in public, interacting with people and being exposed every day to make sure that we have the things we need so that we can um, continue our lives to eat and have what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I vote for all the time. You know what I'm saying? So if uh, yes, it's true. Some of these essential workers who are out there, not everybody, of course, but some people, some of everybody are still voting for the other side and it's like well that's true you know like so it's, I, it's not a thing of guilt that i feel it's like right when are people gonna wise up and, and vote for yeah. what their best interests literally you know yes. yes somebody asked me the other day do you think uh if, if you think if biden gets in who's gonna be worse biden or trump and i was like trump and they're like i don't who's gonna be worse yeah and they were dead serious they're like i don't know man biden's creepy he touches everybody i was like trump rapes people <laughs> like what are we comparing here I just I well, can't, no, I mean, can't argue with these yeah. people about it. You know what I mean? You can't argue with these people. I mean, people said the same thing about Trump and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Like, there's no difference. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no difference? Like, this woman has dedicated her life American intelligence. to, like, public service. American intelligence yeah. is just going down. It's like yeah. it's like it was it was on a roller coaster part going up with Obama, and then you know everything uh-huh. that goes up has to come down, and it is it has to come back. It down, is fast tracked so. on the way down, and even the way people think and the way they view Trump yeah. is like 
I have very little hope for this country anyway. I do too. I'm trying to um, just plan out my exit strategy for Canada. <laughs> I think one day Canada is going to close the borders to us like oh, yeah. we have closed the borders to Mexico. Yeah. They're going to be like, nah, y'all can't America's, come in here. And I feel like I need to buy like just a little, maybe an eighth of an acre of land in Canada so I can say I'm a Canadian landowner right. too. Let me in. <laughs> just a small little slither of land where I can put a little cottage. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. Well. Anyway, that's some things happening in the world. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to try and shut it down a little bit this week and, and see, see what's new. After I come back, I'm gonna have a drink. I have this nice bottle of wine here, and I'm about to crack it open. Oh. Yeah, but I don't even know if I have any liquor in the house. But luckily, places are delivering liquor. So liquor is essential. <laughs> liquor is an essential service. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> crack it open. Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. Said I don't want to leave you lonely You gotta make me change my mind Baby, I got your number Oh, I know that right. you got mine Yeah, man <laughs> It's <laughs> Strange times we're living in Very strange, but uh so. We're here, we're making it we're making it, so like I said, we're fortunate. So I won't, you know, I'm trying not to complain too much, but it's still, it's stressful. It is very stressful. It's stressful. I'm trying to feel essential. Yeah. You're trying, right? I'm like, I hope I remain essential to my employer. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to feel essential. So, um, yeah. But, you know, just everybody stay safe. Put your mask on, all jokes aside. Put your mask on. Try to keep a nice and distance. wash your hands. Wash your hands. If you want to so, drink, just pour one out at home. Yep. So, um, yeah, try and follow the rules. Just try and follow the rules for a couple weeks. Let's just try and um, flatten the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try and flatten the curve because the more people don't listen and don't heed the warnings, the longer this thing is going to drag out. So. True. Yeah, you got to give the scientists time to figure out a vaccine for it. Vaccine or treat because vaccines will take a while to actually be approved and then ramped up and distributed. So it's gonna take some time, but then also treatment. We're looking at different treatment options. Hopefully something will be effective. But you know, in the meantime, you know, use common sense, listen to the scientists, and um be good to people. Be good to people. Be your best person right now. Try and be your best person. Give it a shot. Give, Give it a shot. shot. Be your best self. It won't hurt you. Be the person that you would want for somebody to be towards you. There you go. How about that? How yeah. about that? Yeah. So there you have it. I agree. I guess we're going to end on a nice note. <laughs> on a nice note. That's it. I, I didn't even tell anybody to kiss my ass this episode. <laughs> didn't use the N-word? Look at us. Look I at didn't us use the N-word. People. No, you didn't. So on that note, goodbye. <laughs> Before I start. <laughs> right. Bears <laughs> heavy on my mind. Then I look at you. And the world's all right with me Just one look at you 
And I know it's gonna 